how is everybody doing? Um, hope you guys are good after Thanksgiving. I know the holidays can be very, very stressful. So, hi, welcome back. We're on episode 8 of The 90 Day Fiance, season 10. I said The 90 Day Fiance, kind of like how Justin says The Nikki. I don't know, I kind of like it when he calls her The Nikki. Is that weird? I didn't put sugar in my coffee, so I'm regretting that at the moment. Hey, Portuguese princess. Hi, everybody. Hey, nurse. Say, you're back on your main page. Because I was like, remember last week you were on your old page? And I was like, I don't know you. But I do know you. Hey, TJ. Oh, my God. The Nikki. The Nikki is here. I love the way Justin calls you the Nikki. Hey, Nikki Exotica, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving. I hope you had an amazing Thanksgiving, everybody. I think it's funny that Dee Dee just texted me and said she was ready and then I go live and I don't see Dee Dee. Dee Dee, what's up with that? Where you at? Oh, there you are, there you are. Hey, Judy, how are you? Dee Dee, get in here. We have to talk about this, get in here. She ain't send me no request. You ain't send me no request, Dee Dee. Panama. Hey. What does that say? Lady in Panama. Oh, Coco. Hey, Coco. Not here. So y'all want to blame somebody got blaming on car because I was here on time today, which is very, very rare. Y'all know I ain't never on time, but I was here on time today. So Cara, hey. on you. Hey. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm getting sick so i took some like pre-sick medicine like where where it's it, it kind of like stops you from getting sick because i've been sneezing and coughing and shit all day so i'm trying to offset it because i'm not in the mood to be sick i don't know that people are in the mood to be sick but i just don't want to be sick right now so i don't know where it came from it's like 85 degrees here so i don't know why i'm sick. hi hold on you can't blame me because i was requesting while you were sitting there telling everyone to blame me <laughs> It didn't show up. It didn't show up. Okay, okay. So we can't blame we can't blame Car. It didn't show up. I think um, Instagram has been giving us a hard time because Dee Dee doesn't even get notifications anymore. So I, I don't. I think don't blame me. I'm here. Because <laughs> I was like, normally y'all are the one texting me like, hey, remember we had a podcast at ten o'clock. It's ten. It's ten ten. Hey, you know. Yeah, we're I just literally sent you a text message and I'm ready. And then. I don't even get a notification. I just happen to click on that. I'm like, what's taking you so long? And it's like, he's already live and didn't even see me the notification. Did you say it was 85 there? Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I lied. Today, it was only like 75 because it was raining. What was it when you woke up? Um, Like in the 50s, no, in the 60s. It was four. Like the number four? <laughs> like... The number four. I even took a picture in my truck this morning because I knew you'd never believe me. The number four? Oh, my God. Was it snowing, too? Because that just sounds nope. horrible. It wasn't snowing, but that's the... Oops. That's now. This is the mirror in my truck. Oh. oh it's fine. Everything's fine, guys. <laughs> this is this is good. I believe you, by the way. I number believe you. four. That's my mirror in my truck. Oh, no. Number four. I would have never left the house because that's just outrageous i had to go to work so i didn't have a choice so there's so that. i don't know if you guys were aware but there's another couple 
that we are getting this season and I'm kind of excited about it. Yeah. He's all tattooed up and her dad's a cop and apparently he's got some shit about him that he didn't tell her. So I'm actually really excited about this because this season, I'm not gonna lie, it's been a little dull lately, right? Yeah. So this is the type of drama that I'm here for. And when they showed him and he was like, oh, well, she doesn't really know about my past. And I saw all the tats and I was like, and then he's like, my dad's, her dad's a cop. And I was like, oh, this is going to get good. This is going to get good. about having a drug background. That's not going to well, go well. Yeah, he said that, but she knows about that. Yeah, but this is like, can we just appreciate this is the first 90 day cast member to admit it? Yeah, yeah. He actually owned it, which I, I respect, you know, if. If you do have an addiction problem, it is a illness. You don't have to hide it or be embarrassed. It is an illness. Just like if you were in the hospital and you were diagnosed with an illness, this is an illness. And I want people to feel like they can own it. And if and when you own it, that's when you can start taking steps to get help. But when you act like you don't have an issue, that's the thing. Did you see the picture of Holly that I posted on Twitter and she was super, 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 super pale? Did you see that? I didn't see it. I'm going to send it to you. It looks really, really crazy. It's like her, because at first I thought it was a Halloween costume because she was so pale. I was like, I don't think the people that are alive are that. Didn't she get a new haircut as well? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She did. Oh, so Pineapple, there's going to be a new couple next week on the OG 9 Day Fiance season 10. And it's a guy who is a former addict. And he also um, has something on his past that he has not told his fiance yet. And her dad is a police officer, so he's worried that once he tells his fiance what he's been hiding, you know, every time they're like, I've been hiding this secret. Once he tells her the secret that the dad is not, is going to revoke basically their blessing to get married. So it's going to, I feel like this is some drama that we deserve this season yeah. because it's been kind of slow. So, oh, I want to talk about um, Rob and Sophie because they opened the show tonight with Rob and Sophie. And he went over to the Airbnb and we know that he apologized, kind of half-assed, apologized to Sophie about, you know, what went on with him. But we also found out that Sophie knows that he hasn't physically cheated on her because she's been tracking his location, like Jasmine style. But like, not Jasmine style, because Jasmine made Gino aware yeah. that she was tracking his location. She's been tracking this guy's location for three years and he didn't know. So no, there's no way he didn't. Because I want to get your opinion on this like as women is it okay to track a guy's location without him knowing is that something that absolutely not Didi, how do you feel about it same way i mean no but you shouldn't you do that should... you shouldn't do that to anyone and anyone shouldn't do that to you as well um either so you both need to mutually share your locations with each other that's yeah. that's when it's okay because i i kind of i don't know i was like i don't know how i feel about her spying on him i mean he has been doing shady things so it's not like I'm not Team Rob or nothing, but it is an invasion of privacy to be tracking someone. Because it's like you don't trust him at all. Because if you felt the need to trust to track him for three years, the trust isn't there. But there, there is no way he didn't know. There's no way he didn't know he was sharing his location. There's just no way. So when you share your location, I'm kind of slow. How does this happen? Do you like how do you, do you have to go into your settings and yes, share? You have to accept it to share. Yeah. Well, she said exactly. that she felt unsafe and she asked to share their locations with each other so he could track her. But I guess it's something you have to turn off. Yeah. And he never turned it off. 
So, I mean, technically you're right. He knows that they were sharing location because he accepted it, but I don't know if he knows that he needed to turn it off. That, that's a good question. TJ, that's a good question. Can he see hers too? Yep. That means that he could also be doing the same thing. Yeah. I didn't think about that. See, now that, now that you brought that up, that means that he could see everything that she was doing and what she was, um, where she was going in the UK. So yeah. he could. If he didn't also, turn her off, then yeah, he um he could have been um, watching her as well. But I mean, we all know. And how does she know? And how do we know? Like, whenever he was out doing his thing, he could have easily left his phone at home. Well, the first thing that came to my mind when Sophie was like, "Well, I know he's he was at home. He didn't bring the girl. I mean, have to be low quality, low caliber girl to bring her to his place. Yeah. But there's all types of ladies out there, right?" So how do we know that he wasn't at home, but not alone? Because she was like, well, if he's at home, he's clearly not cheating. Not necessarily true. And Didi, you're right too. He could leave his phone at home and sleep somewhere else. Who's to say he didn't have two phones? Mm -hmm. One that he was using when he was out doing what he wanted to do, because he might've, like you said, known she could see it. And then this actually made it look like he was a good guy. He yeah. was always at home at night. He wasn't going out. He just took that other phone because she's all around the other side of the world. How the hell would she know the difference? Yep. Yeah. Portuguese princess, a burner phone. That's the word, a burner phone. Yep. A burner phone um, so he could go out and do what he wants to do. She doesn't have the number. She doesn't know the location. And he has a way to call Ubers and communicate. It's like, technically, she said that she wanted to go through his phone. So I was like, if he did have a second phone, it wouldn't be too difficult to hide anything because yeah. he has another phone that she, I mean, he have to hide it in that little ass apartment, but that apartment is so filthy. Oh, he probably got rid of it um, before she got there. Yeah. Oh, so he destroyed the evidence. Like, there's no no burner phone anymore. I mean, but his his issue was he was getting those messages to his actual phone. This is how this all came about. Because let's be honest, when somebody gets caught cheating, this probably wasn't the first or second time that they were cheating. This is just the first time they slipped up and were able to get caught. And I feel like, who else? I mean, she's convinced he's not cheating physically. I'm not, I'm not convinced. Me neither. Because there was such <laughs> long periods of time that they weren't together. And men are men, right? Yeah. Like men are men. They're born men. They act like men. They do men things. So if you tell a man, because we kind of saw that on the episode tonight with Clayton, and we're going to get into that too, and Anna Lee. Men are men. They want what they want, and they have needs. So for her to think, oh, well, he was at home, and he could have been FaceTiming with some girl. He could have been sending videos with some girl. Like, you don't know. Just because somebody is at home does not mean they're not doing anything that you wouldn't approve yeah. of. Did you guys see her new hair? She went back to her new yeah. color. Did you see? She, she looks, looks amazing. So I posted it okay. on my story. I, I was she like, looks so good. I'm glad. She, I'm happy for her. I'm glad she got rid of that freaking Dollar General. <laughs> Me too. She, she's back to her original hair, and I, I I posted it on my story, and I was like, don't wear any more wigs. You don't have to. You don't need them. Yeah. You look so good. Yeah. That's Those are below you. Like, your caliber yeah. of your hair, whatever, That's you don't need that. You should just work with what you have, and what she has is great. Yeah. And, oh, so let's talk about the um, Airbnb that Rob got for Sophie to make up for the fact that he's a lying, cheating bastard. So, basically... Is it me, or was that the dingiest-ass yeah. Airbnb y'all have ever yeah. seen? I was like, yeah, it's on the water, but I wouldn't touch nothing. Yeah. And the, it was so dingy. The couch looked like there was people that 
I don't know what they did on that couch. Like, it was just so gross. I was like, this is your idea of giving her nice things. Just, I was like, an indoor bathroom, we can call it nice. It's like the off off shed of the Motel 6 because they left the light on. Yeah. Yes, it was so <laughs> dingy. And I was like, I feel that he takes advantage of the fact that Sophie is easily um, satisfied. Yeah. Because, you know, there are LA girls that I know if I would have took them to that Airbnb, they wouldn't have got out of the car. It would have yeah. been like, if this is the caliber of places that you're going to take me, let's just end this now, yeah. right? Like, they would have saw that dingy-ass location. They're like, we're not going to be compatible. Yeah. You know, like, this, this isn't going to work past today. Like, thanks for trying. You know, you tried, but you were not going to be able to maintain a relationship yeah. with me. And it makes me wonder why Sophie has low expectations, but I think we kind of covered it already. In order to well, stay, that hard. Yeah, in order to stay here in L.A., which is her dream, she has to have legal papers to do so. And Rob seems to be the guy who's going to deliver those papers to her. And, and it is what it is. You just kind of have to accept the, the limitations of the person that is going to get you here because it's, it's a bigger picture type situation. Yeah, it sucks what she's going through right now, but the bigger picture, she clearly has money. Her family has money. Somebody's in the mob. Like, she yeah. clearly can live how she wants to live. She just has to get the paperwork to make it legal. So she can go back and forth and she can bring her mom back. And there, there's all these different factors. And she's just kind of playing her cards right. Kind of like Anna Lee, yeah. right? Kind of yeah. like what Anna Lee is doing. Let's jump into that because Clayton and Anna Lee have not been intimate for 30 full days. She's been there for a third of the 90 days they're supposed to get married. And I think Clayton is right. Being intimate is very um, important to a relationship in a marriage. Um, it's like, I don't know, some people put it in the 50 percentile of whether or not you're going to be able to make it as a couple. And I think it's pretty high, you know, it's, it's because you're not marrying into friendship. You're marrying into a, a physical relationship as well as a friendship. So I feel like it is. It's pretty high. And she's going out of her way to avoid any type of intimacy with well, him. Well, when if you came out and your spouse was thinking that they were looking like a model, but looked like a cow instead, I mean, she's clearly not attracted to this guy. Not even a little. No. Did you see the look on her face when he was kissing her neck? Yeah. Like, it was the look of, like, I don't want to call it, like, like, sheer terror. But like, like, say somebody cooks your yeah. least favorite meal, right? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, like, it. she's disgusted, yeah. It was the ick look, exactly. She was just like, yeah. don't touch me. I didn't sign up for that. And yeah, trying to explain blue balls. Yeah, so Lady in Panama, that was an interesting conversation because she I don't think she fully understood it even after he explained it. But it's true. She's she's definitely doing that to him. And he was writing it off as, oh, well, the reason why we're not being intimate is because my mom is in the closet next to the bed where we're in, which I don't know. I kind of bought it at first. I was like, I, I mean... My mom was literally in the same room with me. I'm probably not going to do... No, it's, the idea of it is gross. So right. I kind of understood it. But now that they're in this hotel, they're in Indiana where there's only drugs and corn, and they're in Indiana, <laughs> and she's looking at him like, turn off the lights so we can go to sleep. Please. Yeah. Like, when she added the please afterward, I was just like, whoa, she really don't want you touching her at all. Yeah. Like, legit, don't touch me. I will freaking call the cops. Like, when she added the please, I was like, Oh, she's like begging you not to touch her. And yeah. it's funny because he had a negative um, outcome in his mind as well because he brought his Rubik's Cube. He was like, 
just in case she goes to sleep and she doesn't want to be bothered or I'll have something to do. I was like, so you didn't believe it either. Yeah. I was like, first of all, the dream starts with you, right? So you didn't believe it either. You knew that there was a possibility that she was going to reject you and he was 100% right. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. This couple's so freaking boring, I can't. Well, what them, them and the the other one, they're so freaking boring. It's like, I just want to like, I just fast forward through the other yep. two. It's, I don't, did, did anyone even. else get mad when Brandy apologized? Um, Clayton's sister apologized for the way she reacted because I thought she reacted pretty, um, pretty as warranted, right? I mean, she yeah. was a dick, but I mean, she could see you need that one family member, right? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. gonna tell you exactly what you're doing because when you're in love, you're blinded, whatever. You need that one family member who's gonna stay, you know, stand on the outside and give you the hindsight view, like, look. Yeah. But in my hopes, my family member would give me the hindsight view, like it is, before I flew someone's ass all the way to America. Well, in in Brandy's defense, she didn't know that her brother was a complete secret to everyone in her life. I think if she would have had the full story, she would have been like, look, if she can't tell her dad what she's doing and and why she's here but don't how, bring her here how, how is he a complete secret if if her mom knows everything well right. maybe her mom and dad aren't together that was i was thinking that as well because i was like the mom knows everything maybe the mom and dad aren't together anymore because i can't imagine that you're both married you share a child and you know things about the child and you're not telling you the mother i i i was wondering that too because like it has to be yeah they're not together anymore and they're not speaking. Cause even if they weren't together and they were speaking, I feel like the mom still would have been like, do you know what your daughter is doing? You know, like, I feel like that's just a motherly instinct. Like if she's gonna fly across the world, you're gonna tell the father, if y'all are on speaking terms, hey, I'm worried about her, what do you think? You know, I feel like that's a normal thing. Yeah, but Brandy should have also stepped in with her mother living in a closet for three yeah. years. Yeah, so, you right, you right, you right. That is, insanity yeah. to me that they have let it go on for three years and it's not he's not her only child because yeah. like if that was going on with my mom my brother and sister and i would we we would figure something out right like it, it's all yeah. about responsibility and we wouldn't let it go on for so long and they've kind of just like washed their hands of her and clayton's the only one who's even attempting to do anything and i mean he's not doing much right. you know he didn't really do much he just gave her a closet in the apartment he was already renting so i mean he's not doing a lot but still, three years is a long time. And you know their landlord doesn't know she's living in the closet. I guarantee you, right. landlords do not approve closet bedrooms. I guarantee you, just like I thought LA didn't approve homes that didn't have bathrooms, I'm pretty <laughs> sure you can't have people sleep. It has to be a fire hazard, right? Yeah. I know, I don't know exactly what code you're violating, how you but even I- breathe in that closet? Like how, I mean, she can suffocate in that closet. There's no- um, You're right. What do you want? Circulation. No HVAC. You're 100 percent right. When you go in a closet, closets don't have HVAC. It's it's almost not a part of the house. Like you don't have that ventilation of the air conditioner and the heat. You're right. So there's no electrical outlets. There's no windows. There's no ventilation. So if there's a carbon monoxide leak, that that it's just in. Like I don't know. It's it's a whole thing for me. And the whole the door open. Or something while she, I don't know. My closet, weird. my closet is three times the size of what she's living in. And I walked in there the other day and the light bulb blew <laughs> and it was pitch black in there. Yeah. Pitch black. 
And all I could think was, I'm standing on the thing that goes to my basement. There are, there's probably something I can't see. I, I had a mini panic attack. There is no way in hell I would live in a closet. I just would not. It was there's so a lot. Yeah. There's a lot that can go wrong because I was thinking I have like on the top shelf of my closet, I have a safe. Yeah. And it's just sitting on the rack where I hang my clothes. What if that just decided to give out? Yeah. Right. A safe on your head will kill you. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, I, there's so many different things that could go wrong because I thought about that after I saw her in the closet. I was like, yeah, I didn't mount that safe on the wall. I just sat it on the clothing rack. Like, you know, the lazy American that I am. I just sat it on the rack. I was like, oh, it's good right there. And then I'm thinking like, so what if I'm in there getting dressed and the clothing rack decides, hey, this is too damn heavy. And it just gives way and hits me across the head. Boom, I'm dead, yeah. right? Like, boom, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> and she's laying on, on the floor. Yeah. On a mattress. Yeah, it's, it's, it's wild. It's wild. So, oh, so gino and jasmine so i want to talk about bachelor parties because jasmine had a bachelor party but she told gino about it and then gino had a bachelor party and he didn't tell jasmine so i want to ask your opinion on bachelor parties do you want to know what someone is doing at a bachelor party because in my experience finding out like a play-by-play -play has never went well but or do you want to know if they have one or not or do you want to know exactly what happened that all depends on if i'm hiding the fact that my ex-boyfriend paid for my ass <laughs> yeah. So exactly because she's talking about he has um he has all the he has the like has too many secrets or whatever. Jasmine got, got more secrets than Gino got. Uh-huh. 100%. Well, it's ironic that she feels that he's dishonest cuz she was like I just can't be with a dishonest person and I was like both of y'all are kind of perfect for each other cuz you both withhold information from each other that you feel wouldn't be helpful to whatever you have going on because she's like oh i'm gonna tell gino you know that dane paid for 2000 and she's like it's just not the right time when is it the right time after you get married when she gets mad and blows up at him like it was never the right time to tell him that she was cheating on him with dane until they got they got in that big fight and then she's like well i just had sex with him a month ago and it's on video like yep so wait do you guys think that when she said that, that that was 100% true, she was yeah. really being intimate with Yes. So why, why is it that Gino is just like, she just says that stuff when she's mad? Like, I don't know when, you know what people I, say? Because she, she has got him coochie whip. That's why. I think that if Gino knows, <laughs> I, I think Gino knows, but honestly doesn't, doesn't give a shit. It doesn't matter. I got you to America is what it is. You're not well, going to be with him tomorrow because you're in America. Well, right. I was going to say, he's so far out of yeah. sight, out of mind at this point. She can't physically be with him anymore. So maybe he looks at it as, yeah, you did, but now you're mine kind of thing. Like, now you're with me and you can't. Probably also happy that she's getting this money from Dane because that's $2,000 here he didn't have to give her and $5,000 here he didn't have to give her. And, and he didn't have to sleep with her even. Because clearly he doesn't love that. So. Yeah. I'm confused by that, that too. Like, if you're paying so much money to be. Oh, did you notice that um, Shibuti posted some pictures of Denise, um, which is Gino's ex, and Jasmine before any of her transformation? They look really, really similar. Yeah. Like, really 
similar. Like, it's almost scary. Do you kind of feel like Gino was over there looking for somebody that reminded him of his ex-wife? Yeah, possibly. Because I saw the pictures and the resemblance is not mistakable. It's super, super noticeable. And I was like, I wonder if Gino is less attractive to Jasmine now that she's changed so much. Because what if he wanted her to really stay looking like Denise? Yeah. And I was like, maybe that's why he's not touching and, and doing and being intimate because he was looking for someone that was identical to his ex-wife. And Jasmine, if you look at those pictures, she don't look anything like that anymore. Yeah. Like she's, she's basically a different person. And I was like, what if this is not Gino's type? Like his type was his ex-wife, but his ex-wife is gone and he wanted the next best thing. Cause that's what I was thinking as well. And I was like, well, maybe that's why he started standing up to her and talking back a little more. It was right around the time she started changing things about her body. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, that was in my head too. Cause I was like, when I saw how much they looked alike, they were like, they were both really thin. They both had the same color hair. Everything was really similar. I was like, well, Jasmine went and changed all of that. So maybe his attraction is less because he wanted the exact same person that he had before. Can we all just appreciate the fact that us three and pretty much anybody else on the planet has a degree in engineering. Engineering? Yeah, because yeah, he's an engineer, right? And this is oh yeah, yeah, he is, he is. You're right. So he can build things like this. Those are prefab dog stairs. They they're already put together, and they come with step by step picture instructions. So we are all engineers. We are. I think somebody said to me before, yeah. they were like, if you've ever put anything together from Ikea, you are of an honorary engineering degree, right? Because it's not easy. Oh, you know what? I, I put together, I bought a robot lawnmower and I had to lay ground wire around my yard so the lawnmower knows like not to go in the street. This, I was like, it was, it was a lot of work. I was like, this is not like intelligent work. This is just like super hard work. Cause I was like literally crawling on my hands and knees on the ground, hammering wire into the ground. And I was just like, this is crazy that people do this and you have to go to school to learn how to do it. I was like, I don't, this is crazy. Wait, I thought it was an entertainment center. No, 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 no. It was the steps. So Jasmine's dog can jump onto the bed because, um, what's the dog's name? I can't remember the dog's name now. Coco. Yeah, so Coco, Coco. can get on the bed with them um, which Manuel would be really pissed off about, by the way. So Coco can get in the bed with him without um, having to jump off of stuff and, you know, do all types of acrobatics or whatever to get on the bed. My my bed here is really, really high, too. I like high beds. I don't know. Um, I've, I've, actually, when I was a teenager, I fell out of a bunk bed on the top bunk. Not, not sure how I survived, but I did. I fell off, and I, you, and I still like high beds. So there's something wrong with me there. I don't know, but I, I'm definitely still a fan of a bed high off the ground. So, I don't know wait, if do, you guys can see me or not, but I completely lost both of you. Um, you're frozen, but I can hear you, though. I think, Didi, are we losing? Um, Yeah, well, now when she's no, back, but now you're back, starting you're to break we're, up we're a little back. bit. You're, you're starting to get like a little blurry now, George. Oh, yeah, you're blurry. So it's taking turns. Oh, geez. All right. So 
I want to talk about, if y'all can hear me, I want to talk about um, Ashley and Manuel because there was this huge fight about coffee. So first off, I just have questions. How many cups of coffee do y'all drink every day? I mean, you don't, <laughs> you don't even want to know. Yeah, like you, more than no, you don't want to know. And, and today was one of those days you don't want to know. So my first <laughs> job, I manage a coffee shop, so. I, oh, you didn't tell me that. I didn't know that. I drink, drink a lot of coffee. It's absurd. Really? So Ashley is not like a complete whack job, right? She is because she had the fact that she only has two or three coffees surprises me. Because really, that's a trip to the grocery store for me. Wow, really? So like, I, I am coffee all day, every day. Like I am coffee all day. Coffee. Coffee okay. as soon as my eyes open. This is my only source of water intake. I drink my dirty bean water and I'm very happy with it. Whoa. Oh, I don't drink as much coffee as you guys do then. <laughs> I just had some. I literally just had some. That was my first cup for the whole day. Oh god. I would kill like Oh no, don't even don't even breathe yeah. around me in the morning time until I have at least one cup of coffee. Yes. Don't even when I'm in the airport, when I'm traveling, I have to have coffee because I need I need caffeine to deal with the outside world, like people that I don't know. I need that, but like I don't always drink it. So Manuel is kind of bothered by how much coffee she drinks, which I think it's an it might also be an American thing I because I think I don't honestly I don't think he's bothered by how much coffee she drinks. I think he's bothered by how much money she spends on it when that could be going to his other family yeah when you say other family i'm curious what you mean by that because some people on twitter think that he has a wife and kids I, that he's sending money to i absolutely do too so you think that the real saying that um since he got here and um car what are we talking about um didn't we say the other day too that um that the lady that he did on the video chat we don't think that that's a family member no, that that's the yeah. wife. That's the wife. That's the real wife. But I thought that she was here though. Yeah. So you so are his kids. Do you think his wife is already here? His wife and his kids. How did they get here? So now I have questions. Now I have questions. Now I'm that's confused. what I think. Probably that's probably why he won't. He don't want his kids to know about her, and she don't know nothing about his kids. But they. I know that in order for him to come here, he has to marry someone, right? Not necessarily. His kids are like, what, 10 and 12? Yeah. No, I yeah. think he said, I thought he said 13 or 12 and 14. Yeah, Am 12 and 14. Either way, they're too young to know that their dad's out scamming an American woman. Well, okay, so we've been watching 90 Day for 10 years, mm -hmm. and it's not uncommon for men, especially, we, we learned this a lot with Oswelu and his mom. It's not uncommon for women, um, mothers, to demand their sons um, send them money. And then the sons do feel obligated to send them money. So it's not uncommon, but it's, it's interesting that even though they're not married, he feels it's Ashley's responsibility to send the money even before their marriage. Because I remember Kalani had this conversation with Oswelu. She was like, neither of us are working. And she was like, when we do get any money at all, you want all of it to go to your mother when I'm pregnant. Mm -hmm. You know, she was like, I just need you to understand that 
your family is this the people under this roof oh. and it makes me wonder off topic but i have to say it while you said it did you see that asuela got deported i saw him say on a TikTok live he was going to be deported so is he gone yeah. why is See, now I have questions. Now I have questions. Why? He, he said it was strictly because all of his paperwork expired. So he didn't do anything That's wrong. What, he just didn't, con he didn't con continue up with his, his renewal process. That's what he said. Those are words out of his mouth. So I don't know all the facts, but that's what he yeah. said. I heard, I saw that he did a TikTok and he said that he was being deported and I was very skeptical because, you know, I've never seen it happen. Yeah. I've never seen it happen. I've heard of it. People say it happens, but since I've been watching 90 Day Fiance, I haven't seen it happen. Yeah. So we have to figure this out. We have to decide or we have to investigate. Something what had to be, something had to happen. Like for him to get deported, something happened. He did something. Well, that's yeah. my first thought because they don't just send people back. And it was if it was a matter of filing paperwork, can't you apply for extensions to get paperwork in? He's dumb. And Kalani has two kids with him i think she would want him want him here yeah he's dumb as a post any responsibility she gave him went out the window well yeah i was about to say if kalani gave asuelo the responsibility of doing this on his own i'm blaming kalani yeah i, I hate to be that way but i wouldn't give him any the responsibility of his citizenship and being here and seeing his kids she gave him that responsibility shame on her yeah she knows that he can't handle that he can barely handle waking up and bathing and getting dressed like this man needs help right like he needs someone to do things for him so if she gave him that responsibility and and this is what happened kalani this is what you've done right yeah. like because you know if you don't want to do it you should have assigned somebody to make sure it was done correctly right because he wasn't going to do it so yeah man child thank you portuguese princess that's the that's what i feel like he, he's a man child he's a grown adult child who feels that his existence is other people's responsibility that's exactly how I feel. And a lot of people are like, oh, he's on the spectrum. or I don't know all that. I'm not a doctor. But I do know that all of his responsibilities in life are somebody else's problem. He yeah. doesn't take responsibility for nothing. Mm -hmm. He's just like, mm -hmm. I do what I do. I do. I cheat. I lie. I do whatever. And you're just supposed to deal with it. Yep. I agree. So, yep. okay, so how do you guys feel about $300 a month of Ashley's money going to his family every single month? Because I know as an American, it is our, our responsibility to take care of our immediate families, you know? But when it comes to sending money overseas, we saw this a lot with Pedro um, and his, he was sending money back. And I mean, we've been seeing this a long time on the show. What, what do you feel since they're not married? I do feel when they're married, it is her responsibility to help him in, in whatever way. So y'all might disagree with me. I disagree just for the simple fact that his life is private. like. Yeah. If, you, if you're not going to tell me about your private personal life, that's none of my business. Yeah. Then my money is none of your business. I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help your family. You need to tell me your private life if you want my help with it. How do you how do you feel about him judging how she spends her money? Because he was like, you buy coffee. None of his business. You take the you take the to the to the vet. Like he judges the way she spends her money. And I'm like, well, y'all are not married yet. Also, technically, I she want to know where she's taking her dog for only $130. <laughs> Wait, is that cheap? Yeah. I don't have no pet, so I don't know. So that's cheap. I, so, I know when I bought, when yeah. I got my car, they asked me if I wanted like pet insurance 
And I was like, so wait, like, is that for like the doctor? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I don't have a pet. So, so $130 is low for a copay. That's like an, ex that's like an exam. When you walk through the door, it's 130 for bucks. Then if you're, yes. Then if your, your pet needs any kind of, first of all, I have a zoo, a small zoo. So I'm very well acquainted with my vets, but also my daughter's a vet tech. So oh. I, I, I know the ins and outs of it. And that is very affordable. If she's getting that dog seen for 130 bucks, kudos. And this dog is her child. Yeah. So it's, it's weird to say that. Cause if you ask a mom, like, well, don't take your child to the doctor. The mom will probably slap you across the face, right? Like the mom will be like, I don't care if it costs $700 million. Yeah. It's my kid. This is her kid. Yeah. Like this is her child. So the price of whatever she's paying, she's going to pay because that child, like she said, it's been there through relationship, relationship, relationship. This is the only constant in her life. Yeah. So I think that his judgment of what she does with her money, how she spends her money, it says he's feeling entitled to her money. And he feels like if she doesn't do it, if she doesn't spend it in the way he wants her to, it's wasteful. Yeah. And I, I don't know if he has the right to say that yet. Yeah, they're not married. And even when you are married, you know, if money is going to be a huge issue, y'all should hash that out before you get married. Because some ladies shop. Um, they like to go out with their girlfriends and drink coffee and, you know, go on trips. I think Chantel showed us the, the extent of her trip going up to 100000 a year on trips. Like, you need to hash that out early on because it seems like he's more worried about her money. What is his plan? How is he going to make money when he gets his green card? Like, he's never talked about that. His, his most of his conversations are, you're going to be sending money to my family because it's, it's my responsibility and now it's your responsibility. What's his plan? Does he have any usable skills? Does he have, cause he could go to school right now. Well, like what well, is he? He's a green car so he can haul tail with that, that lady that is supposedly his family member that lives in New York. That's why he's not talking about his future with her. Well, or what he wants to do or what, how he's going to benefit, um, how he, how he's going to benefit her. Yeah. We'll never know his plan because his life is private. Yeah. Well, right. It's everything is private to him, but her whole financial situation is his, his responsibility, his business. He wants, because he's like, well, you should stop spending coffee and send money to my parents or my mom. And I'm like, I don't know, you know, like, because I get it's his family, it's his responsibility, then you figure out a way to send it. You know, like, why is it that she should take coffee out of her mouth or take her child out of the doctor, out of the vet? So your mom can have a little extra money so she can go out on Saturday night. Like, I don't know. I don't. He should have saved money and left and left enough over there until he got his green card. He knew it was going to take at least um at least six months to get his green yeah. card. So he should have left enough money to last for six months. He said yep. that he made $600 a month in Ecuador and 300 went for him and 300 went for his family. Or his, He kept saying his mom, but I, it can't just be his mom because he's got kids. He has to be sending them money too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or or no or like, yes. I don't know like, I don't know I'm confused I don't know. I think his family's already in in the United States yeah I do too oh so lady in Panama she said that he worked in supposedly worked in construction see this is my point I'm not saying anyone should do anything illegal but how easy would it be for him to go and get an under the table job doing construction in New York Absolutely. how easy real would that? easy but he's 
sitting in the house texting random. Did you notice in the car, every time they show him, he's texting somebody. Yeah. And I'm like, who is he always talking to? Even when the camera's yeah. on, he's still <laughs> texting. Well, that was a tweet that somebody put out today when Ashley was yelling at him in the car and he was texting and they were, um, they showed a picture of him texting and they were like, dear wife, she drinks too much coffee and she yells a lot. Wish you were here. <laughs> like, that's what he was. And I'm like, that is so accurate because he's literally always texting yeah. and talking to some woman. I'm like, he's not even trying to get to know um, Ashley. He's just kind of just like, this is what I need to, kind of like Annalise. Yeah. He's just like, this is a step in the process of what I need but to get once done. Again, if she is a witch. Yeah. Well, if she was a witch, couldn't she just make a potion for him to act right? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, just make a witch a can do anything they want to do with you. I mean, do to you. Yeah. You know, they can do anything they want to. But if she's a witch, she would have seen how all of this was going to turn out. Yeah. Yeah. Portuguese princess says he doesn't want to get to know her. No offense to Ashley, but I don't want to get to know her either. I don't either. Like, she's kind of basic for me. Like, I don't know. She's not my type. I'm not knocking anybody, but she's kind of the type of person that thrives on chaos. Yeah. Because she's like, oh, well, we don't get along. We don't see eye to eye, but we love sleeping together. And I'm like, that's cool. But like some people like a non-chaotic life because you could easily just go on Tinder and hook up with somebody and not fight with them all day and all week. You know, like you don't have to have the chaos. And I feel like she likes the chaos. Like she, she thrives on their really dramatic. Yeah, yeah the, that's the word dramatic. She's super dramatic about everything. And she can see how dramatic she's being. But when other people try to point it out to her, she makes it seem like, well, no, it's Manuel. He's the problem. It's Manuel. I'm like, well, no, it's like 50 50 at this point. Yeah. Like, I feel like he's definitely the problem. But you're definitely the problem, too. Yeah, you know, like, you didn't get to know him at all. He don't want to get to know you. And then y'all are trying to get married. And then he also probably has like all of these different aspects of his life that he's never going to tell you. Like, where's the private investigator here? Right? Like she needs to figure out, does he really only have two kids? Is he single at all to be getting married? Like she needs a PI to figure out all of these answers before they even move forward. Because I feel like he has so much stuff that he's hiding from her. He probably isn't even supposed to be married. He's like you said, he's probably married to someone already. Yeah, I agree. Well, if he's married over in Ecuador, it's not legal here in the United States. So, I mean, if he were to get married here, it's not legal in Ecuador. That's true. That's true. I mean, but he could, okay, so if he's married to someone in Ecuador and he wants to bring them over here, how would that work? Because he would be married to Ashley. He would have to divorce Ashley and then marry his Ecuadorian wife again. Like, how does that work? I'm so, this is also like complicated. It's because his family's already here, so he doesn't have to worry about bringing anybody. the The immediate family that he wants to be with is here. Yeah, maybe he needs to send money to his mom too back in Ecuador, but the family that's here is his priority. Interesting. So do you think he actually wants to bring his kids over here? Or you think that he's just going to send money? They're there? already here. You think they're here already? I mean, yeah. you're right. So if, and if they're here, his wife is here. Mm -hmm. but I Which is how the lady that he was talking to on the, um, the Zoom. So she, probably, 
she probably met some sugar daddy. Sugar daddy brought her and the kids here, and now it's his turn to marry an American woman so they can get over here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also, this this we don't know what Gina was doing last night. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Gina does probably that's what doing. <laughs> Gina. Oh my goodness, that that went over George's yeah, head. Yeah, it's a. That went over my head. What do you mean? It's okay. <laughs> I said his wife probably had a sugar daddy and already got brought here. We don't know what Gina was doing last night. Oh, oh I got it. I got <laughs> it. I figured it out. See, you got to stick with me. You got to stick with me. Uh, yeah, Gina is definitely looking for sugar babies. Yeah, okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, I got it. So I think... um. Justin, Igor, and Nikki had this meeting with Justin's parents. And you guys notice everybody seems to be 100% on board with Justin and Nikki's relationship except Justin. Yeah. Because I was like, everybody is super accepting and understanding. And Justin's the only one who seems completely freaked out by the relationship. And I was like, stop imposing your relationship on people when you don't even want to be in it. Because yeah. I kind of felt bad for his mom because his mom was like accepting she had the pictures she i mean it's hard for her because she thinks justin is gonna leave he ain't going nowhere but they keep imposing this relationship on friends family all these people nikki's friends nikki's family everyone is invested in this relationship except them they're the only ones playing games like nikki's not marrying justin because justin's not marrying her you know and i feel like nikki deep down knows that she knows that this is never gonna work like she's like oh i got his mom's blessing what you gonna do with that? He's yeah. never gonna marry you. Like, what are you gonna do with it? It's useless to you. He has, he won't touch you, okay? He tried to eject you from the car on the way here. Right? <laughs> he literally opened the sunroof to eject you from the damn car. And she's all excited, like, I just got the blessing from his mom. We're gonna get married. And I was like, he don't wanna marry you. He literally tried to throw you from a moving car before you got here. Now he's like, out in a convertible. He's disgusting. Well, I, he's disgusted by her. I mean, you can tell just yeah. by the way he looks at her and, and by the way he talks, you know? And then, you know, like like we keep saying, he doesn't even look at her as a woman. He looks at her as a man. Yeah. Even Justin's mom looks at her as a woman. Like, everybody entering into the situation from the outside can see it and understand it and accept it, except but Justin. None, That's of I us, think. none of us, none of them were sleeping with her under false pretense. That's true. That's true. It's very That's easy. You're right. Say, because when you're sleeping with someone and you think uh, your um, significant other is someone different than than what or who they are, I mean, that's going to be, That's you know, traumatic. That's going to take a little bit for you to yeah. get over. That's devastating. I don't care what you find out. If what It could be the yeah, if it's somebody that you think is different now, that's very de devastating. Yeah, that doesn't matter if you straight, um, trans. It doesn't matter if you with a man, a woman, whatever, whoever you know, whoever it is. If you're in a relationship, a committed relationship with someone, and then they turn out to be a totally different person, or hiding some huge secret that should have been talked about in the beginning you cannot i don't care what you do or what you say you cannot see them 
as the person you've seen them before. Yeah. I don't think it helps that if you guys saw the pictures that Justin's mom had, Nikki looked so much better. Yeah. I don't want to like come across as mean, but she looked so much better in those pictures before she had all this work done. Like, and I think she, what's the best way to say this? She, the the work that she had done makes her look more trans yeah. than before. I think that she looked more like a woman before. Yeah. And I exactly. think Justin was way more comfortable with the way that she looked before. But after this work, you know, it's, it's, it's so extreme. I do feel like Nikki looks more trans now than before. She she definitely you you could see her in public in those photo photos before and not question anything. Yeah. And I think that that doesn't help at all for Justin because he's like, well, you went and changed yourself and not for the better. Like yeah. it, you don't like now when we go out, I'm wondering if people can tell because now it's more noticeable. And I think that's that's not helping him either because he when she, when they showed those pictures from when his mom kept them and i was like wow she's really pretty yeah and i would there's no chance i would have said there was a trans woman in any of those photos there's no chance she looked very beautiful put together not overdone and um she said oh oh justin said you look like a normal woman in the car and those comments really make me realize his perception like you said of nikki has changed completely yeah the perception and it's not just because he found out she was trans. Like you said, it's a full transformation of who she is. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for him to, like when he sees, I think when he was younger and he looked at her, he didn't see that. But when he looks at Nikki now, this is all that he can see, that she's trans. And I think that is the biggest obstacle yeah. for him. And it's it sucks because she didn't have to do all this work. She didn't have to do it. She changed herself to an extent where the man that she loved looks at her like she's a different person. Yeah. I agree. Exactly. Too far. Way too far. Yeah. It's, oh my gosh. Oh, Nick and Devin are in Memphis. Okay, so I had a question. Why did they go to Memphis and not seriously? And then somebody on Twitter said that might be the closest airport. Is that true? I don't know. Could, could be. Because I was like, why are they in Memphis and not Arkansas? Because they're they're living in Arkansas. So I was kind of confused by that. But he's nervous to meet her parents i think it's gonna be fine yeah you know i think it's gonna be fine like there, there's no drama that's gonna take place in their storyline but i don't know i've been to memphis a few times i was usually drunk <laughs> but is memphis not a good neighborhood because they were like this isn't a good area and i was like wait is it not because i've been there I've, and i didn't think i was, never, I was gonna get shot i've never been there that was probably just telling him that but memphis Tennessee. Like, i mean we should be careful that this isn't a good area and i was like i've been there a few times and was pretty drunk and probably could be dead. Like, if it is a bad place, I probably could be dead somewhere. I didn't know. I thought it was nice, right? Like, I'm in the Nashville, Memphis. I thought they were all nice. So I was just interested in, like, wondering, is that true? Because I was like, I mean, you can say that about anywhere, though. Yeah. Like, depending on what part of town you're in. Like, this isn't a good area, depending on. Because when I used to live in Ohio, there were parts of Cleveland you didn't go at night. You know, like, you just, oh, wait, Memphis is dangerous. Judy says Memphis is dangerous. See, I didn't know but that. But you know what? I mean, that's like if you go to Las Vegas, there's plenty of places in Las Vegas that are dangerous. You just don't go to that area. Well, right. Exactly. You go on the strip. You go on the strip. You're not going to feel unsafe. You're right. Like I said, it depends on where you are. Because I just thought it was interesting because they were literally at the airport. And they're like, this is a rough part of town. And I was like, is it though? Yeah. 
like or are y'all just like small town southern people you know if you see people that don't look exactly like yeah. you it's rough you know because i was like that was the first thing that came to my mind because i was like is it rough or is it it's very diverse and you're not used to diversity yeah so in serious in cersei am i saying right cersei arkansas i'm pretty sure you see all the same people so i was like maybe them walking through a very diverse airport gave them a little bit of southern um what do you call it southern uneasiness yeah because i was raised in louisiana and you know it's very it was very um what's the word segregated like we had black neighborhoods and white neighborhoods you know it was very segregated they weren't as um progressive when i was growing yeah. up like it's fine now you can go there everybody's living together everything's fine but like growing up there were parts you know where it was rough and then there were nice and then you know you didn't really venture too far off you know if you were a certain I, every city in the united states has an area that isn't great yeah you're right even the nicest you're right even the nicest cities and you know what's interesting i was in la and we were driving i was driving in la big mistake and i took a wrong turn and we were not too far from beverly hills and i kept taking turns and i was like i can figure this out i can figure this out we ended up in a part of la holy crap right like it was that really I, bad where there's bars and yes. shit on the windows yes barbed wire fences yeah run down run down buildings there were like homeless yeah. people approaching our car at the stoplight like i was like we weren't not even 10 minutes ago we were in beverly hills yeah like what has happened in this short amount of time i was like this is crazy i had i literally was like not gonna try to figure this out put it in my gps like we got to get back to the right part of town yeah. right and i was like all i did was take like two or I, I i think it said turn right i turned left and then it turned into another left and then we were just lost and then within like 10 minutes we were in a part of la that they do not show you in the movies yes <laughs> they don't show you yes. this part i've been in that part by accident yeah yeah, exactly. It's it, it, it's a, a wrong turn that could change your yep. life, right? Like it's a, it was daytime, luckily, yep. you know. So okay, we so. we had witnesses, you okay. know. So we were able to get out. Also, talking about cars, Clayton, I have to bring this up. He um when they got to Indiana and they got to the place um where his sister was, he went and he armed the the Kia. Did you catch it? He as he was walking away, he was like, and I was like, sir. <laughs> Nobody is looking at your Kia. Nobody like, wants that car. Right, like somebody's walking by. If they here. did, they could just untape the window. Right, it's literally <laughs> held together by tape. And I was like, no one is walking through this parking lot, and they're like, you know what? That gray Kia with the tape on the bumper. Uh -huh. I want that. Yeah, I want that. That is a goal of mine. I'm taking. I was like, you do not. I'm not saying he didn't need to lock it, but I was like, the way he did it, he did it like, gotta protect this. And I was like, I don't know if. He did it like my Ferrari. Right. Yeah. I mean, but maybe that's his Ferrari to him. But I was just like, I, I don't think that you are. Oh, yeah, lady in Panama. You're right. Rob's neighborhood. Inglewood. I think Inglewood. You're right. So you know what's funny, though? I was in L.A. a couple of years ago, and I was driving through Inglewood, and I stopped at a store. I don't remember what I was doing. And I met some of the nicest people that worked in that store. I watched Tiffany Haddish's live Instagram last night, and she was in Inglewood. And I don't know what club she was at, but I would love to go there. People. Were oh, so was it? Was so it the Laugh Factory? <laughs> no, it was. Uh, she. It, it's funny because they didn't want to let her in at first, and she literally said, "I have been turned away from way nicer places." Or really? I've been, I've been let into way nicer places, something like that. And then she had three 
three guy friends with her. So they recognized her. They let her in, but made the guys stay out. She went in and got the manager and said, they let me in because I'm famous, but I got three brothers out here that want to come in with me. And he's like, oh yeah, I got you girl. And he just went out and got him. And everybody was having such a good time. I was like, man, I would totally go there. It's well, yeah. Like a nice there, place. There's very nice places in very rough areas. Yeah. I've, I've heard, and I know living in Louisiana, some of the best places to eat are in the roughest parts of town. So you just got to put on your big boy pants and go and get, yeah. your, get that food. You know, you can't just be hiding because you think it's a bad area. Oh, so the preview for next week, um, where her parents were like, we wish you wouldn't call her a piggy. So apparently they explained to Rob, um, well, Rob explains, not Rob, um, Nick explained that Americans usually eat like greasy, fatty foods or something. Yeah. And he's like, see, that's why I call you piggy. So at first he played it off as though he didn't know what it meant and he didn't think that it was a negative derogatory way to refer to her. But now next week, it kind of seems like he most definitely knows that he's being a dickhead to her when he says it yeah. and he even said it to her parents so he's not as nice as he he rang out and when we met him because at first i was like oh he's a nice guy he's a good guy but i don't think that that's the case i think that he's kind of a dick yeah um, we just haven't been able to see it like he's one of those people who hides it and then every now and then a little bit of it slips out by mistake and then you raise your eyebrow and you're like oh i'm very nice you know yeah. that's just not a nice thing to say. if you call me a name Go ahead. Go ahead, Car. I'm sorry. Go. <laughs> um, it's what I was saying. If you call me a name and I tell you, do not call me that name, and you re repeatedly keep calling me that name, I'm going to sucker punch you in the throat. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, can you imagine if they called you that name and put their finger in your belly like the Pillsbury Doughboy, like he did to her? Dude, I'd have cocked him right there. She She's got to nip it right now. Like, it's it's so disrespectful and rude. And she's I would have broke his finger. I would have broke it. Recently, um, she posted pictures, and she's so thin now. And I feel like he got to her. That's sad. It I is. hate to hear that. I really hate to hear that because it, it really shows how much it bothered her. Yeah. And how it affected yep. her. And, you know, she kind of, she did say in the preview, she's like, I don't like that he called me that. I wish he would stop. And then she literally turned to him and said, you know, I don't want you to call me that. And he didn't care. Yeah. And I hate that. It's like, be careful the words that you use to describe people, especially to their face. You know, like, that is very damaging. You know, first of all, women are always made to feel like they're not good enough from magazines to TV shows to movies to the new. Anywhere you look, they're telling women how they're supposed to dress, act, what they're supposed to eat, what they're not supposed to eat, what diet they're supposed to be on. Women are always being told who to be. Like, yeah. men can turn on the TV and not be bothered. But a woman can't do that. So I feel like you have to be very careful how you um, speak to people and the words you use to describe people. And I think that, you know, he's from a different culture, but I feel like, well, in their culture, women are usually very, 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 very thin, right? I think that's what he said was his um, complaint. But he said he wants a thicker woman, but he gets a thicker woman and then he calls her a pig. Yeah. Explain that to me. Like, well... I don't understand it. And I feel bad for her if she really did lose weight because she didn't need to do anything. She was fine the way she was. She'd lose the loser. Yeah. If you have a, if you have like a 120 pound loser attached to your back, just lose the 120 pound loser and you're yeah, good. I agree. Yeah. She yeah. He gave her a pig stuffed animal. Yeah. It's like, 
it never ends with this dude. Yeah. Like, if you want to buy her something nice, buy her some flowers, buy her a puppy stuffed animal, a bear. There's a million different ways to show a girl that you appreciate and love her yeah. than calling her a pig. Like, like honestly, like that is the complete opposite. And and you listen to people when they talk to you and tell you what they like. Women are very vocal. They will tell you, hey, I don't like that. You know, just don't be a dick and not listen. Like women are pretty vocal. You take a woman, like guys have learned the hard way. They take a woman to a baseball game. And she's like, hey, I don't want to go to a baseball game with you. Like, let's go out to eat. Let's go. That. They're very vocal. They're very vocal. And you just have to listen if you want to be on the same page. Some people don't want to, but for for men, it's harder for them. Men want to do things that they think is fun. They don't really care about what other people are doing or enjoying. Prom so I just, I don't know. I promise Didi's sitting here thinking, yes, we are very vocal. <laughs> well, you have to. Have to yeah. Women have to be vocal, Absolutely. right? Because it seems like women have to say things twice to be heard. Like a woman yeah, can tell can you something. Didi and I say it once, and if you didn't hear us the first time, we're going to punch you in the face. That's right. <laughs> See, that's you, you have to be very vocal and very um, sure of yourself nowadays because yeah. people are just so dismissive. We see it all the time on these shows. They're dismissive of women's feelings and the way they, what they ask for and what they like and what they don't like. We're just watching it. But anyway, we're getting off topic. Next week, we're going to meet the new couple, which I'm really excited about. He's covered in tattoos, and he's a former addict. And it gave me Love After Lockup vibes, which is one of my favorite shows. Me too. So I was like, let's mix the two. This is what I've been waiting for. You know, like, let's have somebody come over from jail. You know, like, I'm, I'm all open for it. Like, I'm totally open. Like, we've been watching the same thing for 10 years, switch it up a bit. So I'm really excited about that. I, I don't know. For some reason, I thought that we had met all, all of the couples already. I did, too. I'm confused why they're coming into episode eight unless they're going to freaking, or episode nine. Yeah, nine. Right? And uh, so it makes unless you wonder, are they not going to make it? Right, right, right. Or if someone that we have now shit's going to go down and hit the fan and they're going to stop. Yeah, just and then Nikki. Yep. Right. I think after Nikki got the blessing to get married, she's going to try to set a date and Justin ain't going to be about that because Justin ain't marrying her. Yeah. It's, it's super um obvious. Justin is very comfortable in his house, in his apartment yep. that he just redid the bathroom in and is comfortable in his BMW with the sunroof. Like, Justin is good. Like, yeah. he's not he's interested in money. Well, right. There's He's doing good in Moldova, of all places, because um, Andre made it seem like you couldn't make a living whatsoever in Moldova. And I, I think Justin's doing just fine. And I think Nikki has made that possible for him. So why should he change anything? Why? Because yeah. if he comes to America, she might want him to work. Why the hell would he want to do that? Yeah. No way. <laughs> why change anything? Just like, um, wait, what is that? Oh, the witch in Manuel. Well, yeah, I don't think that Manuel will be easily to let go of Ashley. Because I think that his his eyes are very tunnel vision on the on the prize, like when she's yelling at him, he's just like, yeah, on his phone, like I don't see you, I don't hear you, you out of my mind, I don't give a damn. But you have to say he's like, I just know in eighty seven days or eighty days we're getting married and I'm gonna get my green card and you will be gone from my life. Yeah, like that is literally how he treats her. He don't care. He didn't like want to be around the dog. She's he's focused just, on the prize exactly. And I, I feel like Annalia is too, because she was like, oh, well, I miss my mom, and she has all these medical issues, and da da da. And she was just like, so I just got to get this green card so I can go back and see her. Because she, she said something on the episode that caught my attention. She said, I really want to go back to Peru and hug my mom. Yeah. She didn't say, I want to go back to Peru and live and take care of my mom. 
she said, I want to go back and hug her. And I was like, well, that doesn't mean you want to stay. That means that you want to stay here and get your work done here. And then you can travel back and forth. And I, I get it. But it was just interesting that she said that because I was like, you don't want to go back to Peru because you don't want this. Yeah. You want to go back and hug her because once you, because once she gets her green card, she can petition to have her, her mom brought over and then everything will be completely fine. But it's, it's that nine, six to nine month waiting game that's going to be hard for her, which I get. Yeah. All right, guys. So that's it for this episode. Did we talk about everybody? Yeah. I feel like I've been Thanks, talking all night. Yeah. Okay, good. So that's it for this one. We're going to watch um, The Other Way tomorrow. I think it's episode 22 or 23. 10,001. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Fingers crossed. It's the finale. Fingers crossed. I don't know. No one, I've, I've asked around and no one can tell me. Because the people who were on the show told me that they weren't aware that it was going to get switched from two hours to one hour. So they were given a number, but the number doesn't match the number now. for this. No one knows. So maybe tomorrow's going to be the um, finale. And then we're going to hit um, episode four. Four. Of the until right? Four. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. Um, I'm going to be traveling again on Tuesday. So, but I think based on traveling times, we're going to still be able to go live. I'll just do it from the hotel. So I'll keep everybody posted on that. Thanks for my um, co-hosts for joining me. Um, Car and Didi, they're tagged in this video. And this week, um, there's a new podcast that I'm launching. It's called The Medium Sessions on The George Massey Show. And I'm working with a medium. Her name is Juliana Fisher. And she's a psychic medium. And we're going to be discussing some readings and sessions that she's had with some people in the afterlife. Um, so if you guys are interested in hearing what happened with Aaron Carter after his death, she has had many many conversations with him and we're going to be discussing that so if you guys are interested in that that will go up this week um thanks for joining us and we're going to talk to you guys really soon okay. bye. bye guys bye.